All right, uh, day four at the uh, ISDE over there in Italy. We've got Lee Freiberger on the phone again. Lee, again, man, thank you very much for doing this uh, on a daily basis at the end of a long no day problem. over there. Uh, day four, uh, what have you got for us? I mean, I'm looking at the standings. Canada is sitting eighth place right now in the World Trophy. Uh, take us through yeah. uh, some of what happened today. Yeah, today, I think we're pretty happy after today. Um, Tyler continues to push really hard. Uh, he's in 11th in C2. Um, and I think the last test of the day, he was 12th or 13th or something like that. So <clears throat> he's really figuring out this game. Learning how to push hard is his maintenance and the services come along with, you know, you don't see that in the results, but it, uh, from his past couple of six days, he's, he's not spending the energy in the paddock and the work area and the services uh, that he has been in the past. He's doing what he needs to do, and there's no collateral sort of damages, crash damages, all sorts of things that go wrong from riding five days on a motorcycle without uh, maintenance, right, uh, besides that uh, 25 minutes in the schedule. So he's doing really, really good and holding us in there. Um, Cade had his poor day yesterday, but he rebounded really, really well today too. So he's pushed back up into those 40s overall, and he is 10th in C1. So that's also really good on a number of uh, points, right? Speed, obviously, and the numbers are, are great, but I think for him uh, personally, I think it's good to learn how to rebound and, and come back. Uh, Character-wise, that's good, and it makes us feel better that you know, uh, I guess pull it inspiration. The other guys have a bad day. You know, see the other guy pulling back. It really helps um, to do that too. So Jared is just consistent. I know he's not super happy with his, what he's doing, but at the end of the day, he's still here and he's still scoring and he's staying consistent. And he's got to remember that, you know, uh, being there for day six, which I, you know, I, I suspect he's going to be there. He, He's, he's as, as I continue to say about him, he's consistent, right? So he'll push tomorrow because he sees the results and uh, and he wants to kind of put a smile on his face to kind of close the event off. So uh, not that I expect him to do better, but uh, I, I expect him to put a smile on his face, which will, you know, net something better, let's uh, let's hope. So, and then Phil, he's, he's just trucking it, um, pushing his bike up the ramp this morning. He's got to change his gates as you would say or whatever to get the bike up there his ankle's not the best and of course he's dealing with his eye injury a little bit too so he's having fun he, he actually said he had a much better day today uh only a course for the most part i think about 95 percent of the course was all new uh one special test was the same from monday that they reused this morning and everything else was new. <clears throat> so they got all new route and uh the tests were fresh and so they were dusty as they have been in the past, but it's, it's something different, right? So it's like going to a different restaurant on after being at the same one for four or five days, you get a new menu, even though it's similar, <laughs> it's just fresh and new, right? So you guys are pretty pumped. And of course we're past hump day and the team, you know, feeling the momentum of the, I think that result on day one had some people smiling at us. And uh, yes, we've sunk to eight, but, this is world championships. These these guys run enduro. These teams in Europe they run these events not six days, but they're two days, and, and they run this style of event all the time. And for us to come over here and rent bikes or or, or rent service and 
everything's flown. Um, the driving, the road signs, the diet, uh, everything's different. And truly, it's an adventure, but the comfort zone is so far away. And, and, and you, you had asked me about, you know, uh, uh, I can't remember the exact phrase you asked me about, but who's pulling the team or whatever. But mm-hmm. <clears throat> these guys have really good character together and all those challenges that some people, when we come overseas, you know, all the food sucks or, you know, the driving sucks or all these things that people can maybe take as a negative, they're running with it and enjoying it, making it the very best. So for me, for them to be sitting in eight and, uh, you know, yeah, proud of them. <clears throat> and they should be, these guys are doing well. And people are asking about, like, where are the Canadians at? We get people asking us for, the t-shirts and, and, uh, you know, which we, you know, we're not bringing flag over here to advertise for ourselves, but just people at stands, right? So it's kind of nice to see that once. And I think Saturday will be a really, really good day for these guys. Yeah. We get one more <clears throat> six and a half hour day tomorrow Jeez. and, uh, more dust. And, uh, but yeah, really good day today. Oh, that's awesome. Now what, uh, now ta- I just mentioned to you here just before we started recording that, uh, we've lost, our humidity here it's quite nice is it still just uh baking hot there or how is it yeah it was 30 whatever yesterday i think it was cooler but we're still i would call it pretty close to the big ball here so even at 23 when the sun you get out of the sun it's hot um there's a bit of a breeze and then i guess the majority of the day they go we're down in the I guess I would say the flats, uh, not far from the line, but the direction we travel is south into some, I don't know, it's probably 3,000 feet of elevation change to the peak of those mountains. So, you know, as of course, as you get higher in elevation, it does get a little cooler, but being in the sun is not good. Um, so that does have an effect. <clears throat> that being said, if it was 35, it would be a completely different scenario. So it's not super hot. No, that's good. Now, how about, uh, I mean, I'm just kind of, you know, I look on the uh, Team Canada at the ISDE Facebook page, and certainly Phil has kind of said that the, his ankle is as big as a ball. He didn't say what kind of ball, but uh, he, so he's definitely having some yeah. problems. But, uh, he's, but he said it kind of doesn't hurt during the race. It's more so when it's done kind of thing, right? Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah. I, I think he finds that comfort comfortable position on the bike that he can stand. And we know from ankle injuries, right? It's that robotic movement of the rolling of the ankle that that really does get us. And uh, if he can find that static position, it was putting the foot picks, and he's good. And I'm sure he's disciplined enough that he's probably going slower than he normally wants to, or that, that he normally does, and, and then he wants to. But he keeps his feet on the pegs in the corners, and, and just so he doesn't, you know, further injure it and or just simply cause himself some pain. It's it's a accumulative type of a thing so you kind of change your riding style to to accommodate it right and just keep pushing and and you know push through it and he's doing fabulous right now how about uh anybody have any any kind of wacky misadventures or uh, breakdowns or you know breaks or anything like that with the bikes um top on yeah knock on wood oh, yeah sorry uh, kids <laughs> crash no it's all good because it, it, it does happen yeah yeah, Tyler had a crash. I think he said in the very first one of the early first two tests this morning crashed, and uh, probably more hurt him in the in the pride mind. But he he's fallen three times on his left elbow, so his upper or lower forearm going into the elbows swollen and 
and uh, crusty with scabs. So every time, you know, when you get those bruises that get deep in that forearm muscle, and every time you land on it, it breaks and hmm. bleeds. And and, uh, and <laughs> those are painful because through the trail and that bouncing, that, that bruise in the muscle bounces and, and uh, is not so good. But he's pushing through that too. Um, I think uh, Jared was talking about an endure test on a downhill that the ribbon got blown out and then he completely missed it. So he lost whatever, 10 or 15 seconds in that test, um, you know, quote unquote, getting lost and realizing he was <laughs> on the back side of, of the course and then finding himself back in there. But otherwise, no, it was all good. Um, the bikes are hanging in, the tires are lasting and, and, uh, they're doing, you know, yeah, I'm proud of them. Everybody should be proud of them. They're doing good. Awesome. Hey, I got a, a, a kind of an off the wall question. What, how would you describe Cade Walker's accent now? Uh, I don't, I don't know it from before. Oh, okay. I mean, <clears throat> we, we, there's enough dialects in Canada that, that, you know, maybe a person wouldn't know, <laughs> uh, that he has one. And, uh, yeah, I don't really kind of, he hasn't picked up a, he doesn't have a rolling tongue or anything that I, I'd know <laughs> that he'd spent a lot of time in, in, in Italy or in Europe for the last <laughs> 10 years. No, he's, you know him a lot longer than obviously I do, so you might be able to detect something, but yeah, I couldn't, couldn't help you out on that one. <laughs> all right, so what what are the guys doing now? Are they all, uh, is it dinner time? What's, uh, what's happening? Yeah, the guys uh, uh, from the house, Tyler, Phil, and Jared, they eat at KTM at 3.30ish or something like that, and then they split. Went back to the house, I hung out and went and helped Tanner service. And he had a good day. I didn't talk to him directly after, uh, but from what his family was saying, he didn't have any crashes. Uh, he went through his t- uh, tire change just fine. Uh, he was on time all day. Oh, yeah, I did get a quote from his sister saying, yeah, he was sore and tired. And I said, yeah, well, that's part of the trophy. Uh, so he's doing good. I mean, if you, if you go through six days on your first time and you're not stiff and sore, then I guess you didn't push hard enough. So. So, he, yeah, again, he's doing great. He has a little bit of a zip in his, in his heels that he normally has. And, um, and uh, yeah, so so he's back at the hotel. So he's a wholesome suit already. And the other guys went there. And Cade, he ate here to struck with uh, with Delamedi. And uh, we actually was just hanging out with him and sharing some stories and talking about next year. So yeah, Okay. Yeah. All right. So what's uh, what's the rest of the evening look like for you? Um, uh, what time is it now? It's six thirty, so I'm hanging out at the paddock, watching people do laundry and dry their boots out and eating, hanging out, and then seven thirty I have my race selection meeting. So that's when um I guess uh, every country sends a delegate, so I go represent Canada at the at the table and then the organizers, the FIM are all in attendance and we get an environmental report, we get a technical report, how many bikes left the paddock this morning, how many returned. We get a report from the chief medical officer, so there's a doctor on staff that oversees the uh, paramedics on the course. They had seven motorcycles, I think, that are on the course with uh, trained paramedics and then ambulances at each uh, special test. So we get a report from him on injuries, um, how many riders are injured, how many are going to be released to ride tomorrow, how many that won't be, hmm. uh, and we approve the results. So then the timekeepers can publish the start times for tomorrow. Um, yeah, it's about an hour long. It's uh, with the digital age, and, and um, 
and the results being published online, we can look at that without uh, and, and peruse it and make sure there's no mistakes. And uh, it's at this time there's a what they call happy hour. So the uh, <laughs> the enduro stewards are in an office, and if we have problems with results, uh, course markings, people getting lost that we want to appeal, and we get the opportunity now to go uh, plea our case, and then they decide whether or not you're just or not, or if the penalty was worthy, and then they read those results of those uh, adjudications at the at the meeting. So it's it's kind of boring in a sense, but they're very very important because if there's problems, you get to learn the depth of the the system. And as you asked me about um, the results, there's so many layers to this event, not just in the results, but in the organization and how they use those digital results to track people when they need to as far as lost time uh, through the course, through the special tests. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot of spokes in this wheel, so it's, it's, it's kind of interesting to go to that. So after that meeting, it'll be 7.30 to 8.30. I'll give a uh, text out to the group to see who's got a free moment, and they'll spin back from the house, which is about 15, 20 minutes away, and pick me up, and I'll head home. And Mario Jakowski has been, I think six days so he decided here a few days ago to take it upon himself to cook food for us and he's just not a you know um thursday night uh chef he's uh, he's actually pretty good uh so we're we're pretty fortunate that he's putting on uh, a spread of, of food for us uh, so i'll go back and enjoy what's what's uh left of that and uh we'll look at uh timetables and make sure everything's ready for tomorrow We'll publish those start times, and we'll make them a cheat sheet so that the riders get a card in the morning. We produce that for them, so it'll tell them the, the due times that they can tools. And we zip tie that onto their bikes in the morning at the work area. Um, they're 10 minutes before we start the event, so we make those up, and we make sure we kind of adjust our plan of what we did today. So Ryan, Ryan uh, dropped the riders off here at uh, quarter to seven, I think. It, sorry, quarter to eight. And then he drove out to a special or uh, time control one. Mario and I uh, did the service with the guys um, in the work area. And when when the trophy team left, we jumped in the car and drove out to time control two. And we hopscotched with uh, Ryan. We did two and four. He did one and three. And then Tanner Stamling's following him from the start to this today and tomorrow. Going to be a little different. There's a there's a mountain ridge that we have to traverse to get between one and two and three and four. So the travel times are pretty tight and the, uh, between the checks and, and, and then the distance are a little more technical too. So you think they're doing a little different. They're not seeing him at every time control. So anyways, that's that's the close of the night. So it's probably 10.30, 11 o'clock by the time the rain gets foggy enough that you can't do anything more and it's time to go to bed. Jeez, I, I tell you, man, from from sitting over here in Canada, I think we, I just would love to see a behind the scenes video highlight reel of this. Cause I don't think we have a clue what's happening <laughs> from here. I don't think we yeah, can appreciate it, it. Yeah. Just like any photograph, it, it, it doesn't do it justice. And many people, like for me, I guess just put a personal perspective on it, right? Growing up and reading, name the magazine, dirt bike, dirt rider. And, and covering the, you know, the, you know, the Olympics of, of off-road, right? The six days. And, and I always wanted to go see one. And riding it in Tulsa in 94 was one thing. Um, but to come to Europe and see what it is. And, and here I am, uh, yeah, on my 18th. And there's many guys that come that just aren't able to, right? They, they come once and that's all they can put on. There's, 
family dynamics, business dynamics, and then there's guys that just keep coming. That's it. Right? And Jared loves it. Tyler's been bit. Um, yeah, you gotta come. You gotta come see it, and it's amazing. Like the trophy team and seeing the right speed of those guys. But then you see, like, there's guys probably when we were chatting just to set this call up, there was still guys coming in the gate. Um, and what is it? It's um, seven o'clock local time. They're just finishing their day. They didn't start till eleven thirty, but there's six hundred and twenty-one guys got their bikes got put in the paddock yesterday, and six hundred and twenty-one guys tried to start the event today. And you know, it, <laughs> wow, yeah, yeah, it's amazing. You gotta you gotta see it to believe it. And, and if you can't, it's there's lots of you know the U.S. team is doing lots of media. They got quite an effort that we can sort of relate to from you know how our media kind of concepts work. Um, I don't, I couldn't tell you the outlets, but you know, anyways, there's, there's people, whether it's just, you know, actually media outlets and, and personal people putting lots of uh, blogs out and so forth. All right. Okay. Well, I'm certainly look into that. Cause I really would like to obviously see behind. So, all right, well, well, Lee, let's, uh, so I think if I'm reading these results correctly here, team Italy is up front. They've got five minutes on Spain. Uh, two minutes behind that is team USA in third. And we've got Team Canada sitting in eighth place. We are, looks like we're 34 and a half minutes behind the leader, but that puts us basically three minutes behind the Czech Republic ahead of us. And we're kind of three minutes ahead of Germany behind us, it looks like. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 34, however many minutes that was, that seems like lots, but... They're riding 45 to 50 some minutes a day in special tests, and then you accumulate that over. In the end, will be the five full days of that plus the motocross on Saturday. And uh, yeah, the time kind of goes by. You know, a couple seconds this test, a couple seconds that test per rider, then that starts to accumulate, and it seems like, oh yeah, we're getting smoked. But you know, the 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 speed of these guys and, and anyways, yeah, it, it, it's, it's, it's powerful to be here and be part of this and, and, uh, and watch these guys kind of, like I said, some people are watching us and it's, it's really fun to see you know, people be interested in what we're doing. So yeah, I'm, I'm happy for these guys. Well, that's great, man. Well, thanks again for another little uh, daily update there. Uh, I'm going to be at the races the next two days here for the final two rounds of Supercross here in uh, at Gopher Dune. So going to be a little tougher to actually get a recorded call so we'll have to figure something out but uh good luck over there man i guess you got to get to your seven o'clock meeting here too and um yeah good luck the next couple days we'll uh, certainly be in touch when and how we can here in the next couple so it'll be a little tougher like i say but okay yeah i wish the guys all good luck. yeah thank you I'll, I'll pass the word on all right thanks we're all cheering for him back here thanks a lot yeah yeah bye-bye okay bye-bye